When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You've tuned in to the 49ers Rush Podcast, and here is your host, John Chapman. Welcome back, Faithful, to another episode of the 49ers Rush Podcast. I could feel it, guys. We are getting so close. Today, we are going to be breaking down the safeties and who is in it and out of the 53-man roster, who to look forward to, salary caps, game film breakdown, all those things. So we're going to do that. We're also, again, we are two weeks away from July 25th and the start of the 49ers training camp and less than a month away from our first preseason game versus the hated Dallas Cowboys on August 9th. So many great things. And there's just a lot going on right now. I was able to join the Fantasy Feast podcast earlier this morning with Ross Tucker and Evan Silva, two of the kind of big players in fantasy and NFL analysis over on the Fantasy Feast. So go check them out over there if you haven't already done so. Let me know how I did. It was an absolute blast talking with those guys. If you have not already, go ahead and hit subscribe on iTunes. All you got to do is just type in 49ers on any iTunes search, and we're the first podcast that shows up because of you guys and really appreciate all of the support that is out there. Now, we were going to continue our offensive breakdown, but uh, a few of the other 49ers podcasts started doing the exact same thing, and I didn't want to double up on position, so we will get to the offense, but let's go ahead and jump over on the defensive side and cover safeties today, and I love the safety position for the 49ers because in this Robert Saleh defense, that single high safety is one of the most valuable positions on our defense. Um, you know, you've got outside corners, you've got the single high safety, and you got the pass rush. Those are the three prominent, most valuable positions, and we're going to be talking about one of those today. Now, last year, the 49ers kept five safeties on their initial 53-man roster, and we're going to be doing that as well. I, I have a projected five as well, and we'll get into who all is going to be a part of that, but just so uh, my emails and mentions don't blow up, Tavarius Moore, the rookie that we got in the third round, is considered a cornerback. Uh, that's where he is going to be playing. So he won't be talked about today. He will be on the next episode where we break down corners. Right off the bat, there are three locks for safety that are basically guaranteed a spot on the initial 53, and we will go into each one of them in depth. Uh, Jaquiski Tart, Adrian Colbert, and Jimmy Ward. I have Jimmy Ward slotted as a safety and we'll talk about him in a minute, but he is basically, he's backing up all five defensive back positions. He will be the primary backup for each one of those. 
But I think safety is going to be the spot where he practices and gets most of his reps because we address the corner position so much in free agency and offseason. We'll talk about that next episode. But let's start off with Jaquiski Tart. If you have listened to the podcast from start to finish from a few years ago, you know my love-hate relationship with this man. And he, the reason why I get so frustrated with him is because he is such an exceptional athlete and his splash plays are just unreal. When he shows up, he's as good as they get in the business. Um, he broke his arm. He broke his forearm in Week 9 versus Arizona. But before that, he was putting together a pretty solid season. And something that's kind of interesting is, man, it, him and Adrian Colbert didn't really get a play together very much because they kind of were off and on. When Tart was going off, Colbert was coming on. So very curious to see how that safety tandem will pair up once they get to play together after a full offseason. Now, salary breakdown real quick for Jaquiski Tart before we get into his his game tape. Um, he still has three years left and is relatively cheap. Not super cheap, but relatively. Uh, $3.1 million against the cap this year. 5.1 in 2019 and then 6.4 million against the cap in 2020 and he has a second round pick out of Sanford but we still do get another three years of relatively uh kind of a relatively good deal as far as cap concerns go for a starting strong safety now he was rated the 16th player safety by pro football focus and really is balanced um he, he didn't really shine or have any major deficits in any play areas he's very very balanced versus the run and in coverage again as i talked about earlier he's a hit and miss type of player a lot of splash plays. One of the best interceptions I have ever seen, very reminiscent of kind of like that Odell Beckham catch, the famous one-hander, where he's running one way, twists backwards, and snags a ball 30 yards downfield for an amazing interception. I mean, it is just unreal. But again, he follows that up in the very next play when the defense is out there where he blows outside contain and gives up a 30-yard play just because he's, he's not very fundamentally sound. He did have three passes defensed and a half sack with 37 tackles and is a very productive player, and he serves two roles. My favorite thing is whenever he comes up into the box as almost the additional inside linebacker. I don't like it when he comes up into the box and plays outside of the defensive end, kind of as that edge player again, because he's not very disciplined. If he sees something, he goes gung-ho 100%, which is what you want, but you want him to kind of understand that it, there's it, it's chess, not checkers. You can't just see and go and get it. You've got to maintain your leverage and your gap responsibility. But for some reason, whenever the ball is in front of him, and he's allowed to just go straight screaming downhill preferably through the a b or c gap in between those tackles then man i love it or inside the tight end that's where the c gap is but again inside he is just a force to be reckoned with kind of has that linebacker mentality a very very tough delivers lots of knockout blows and is just absolutely fun to watch coverage no problems handling tight ends. No problems handling backs out of the backfield. And again, he seems to be at his best when the play is in front of him, not to his side. He's not a great lateral defender. Um, his hips are a little bit tight. But whenever he can just kind of plant off of his back pedal and scream forward, man, it is, it, it's a beauty. 
So Jaquiski Tart, he's going to be playing that strong safety kind of extra box defender. Uh, this is where Eric Reed played predominantly last year. But Tart is going to be the guy there. Now, the free safety spot, that's going to be Adrian Colbert, our seventh round pick last year out of Miami and Texas. He was at Texas for two years, transferred to Miami, never really started either place, which is just the concept of you can go to two colleges, not become a perennial starter, then go to the NFL as a seventh round pick and become a locked in starter at free safety for the 49ers is, man, it's awesome. And that's kind of why we love the NFL because there are stories like this. And I must say, he's probably one of the funnest Twitter follows of all the 49ers. And if you don't follow him, you should probably go do that. He is at Adrian Colbert with a T27. Um, at Adrian Colbert 27 he, he's very very active and he's hilarious now because he's a seventh round pick we still have three years left on him on the cheap he is his his cap hits are just over 500,000 this year just over 600,000 next year and in 2020 700,000 so man he's a guy that you just gotta love it because not only is he playing a very expensive position, the single high free safety is very, very valuable in the NFL. We have him on a dirt cheap contract. Now, he's very similar to kind of like you could equate his success to that of Jimmy Garoppolo, almost in a sense. He's only got six starts. That's it. And in those six starts, he was lights out. I mean, there were several games where he was the best player we had on defense. And that's saying a lot with DeForest Buckner and Reuben Foster. And I kind of love how we have built our team straight up the middle. Uh, th that's just an old coaching philosophy that I've always had. If you are solid up the middle, then you are going to have a solid defensive scheme overall. And so with DeForest Buckner in the middle and Reuben Foster behind him and then Adrian Colbert behind that, we have those kind of dominant positions locked down and if we can get our corners Akilo Witherspoon and Rich Sherman you know dominate on the outside then it's going to elevate the play of everybody so he is a human highlight reel waiting to happen that is just a freak athlete with exceptional speed and build he's built like a running back and again when you see him in his pads it's almost like he is a running back and if you go back to what he did in his pro day he wasn't even invited to the combine he put up back-to-back 4.40 flat 40s like on a dime so anytime that you can replicate that i understand that it's a pro day and you want to knock that a little bit but anytime that you can run the exact same 40 back to back on a given day that validates what that 40 time is as a true time now when he came in after Jimmy Ward got hurt it was exactly what the defense needed and again we run a very different defense uh, very similar you know kind of originated in Seattle and then it found its way down in Jacksonville and now it's here um, even Atlanta to run similar concepts to this but the idea is this you have to have that Earl Thomas single high safety that can cover sideline to sideline if you don't have that you are screwed and our defense changed in an instant as soon as Adrian Colbert stepped in because he just lets it fly and he is a gigantic hitter now he doesn't wrap up well and he will give up a lot of missed tackles which was a big reason why I am a Longhorn fan I must admit uh, which is a I'm from Texas he is a huge uh this is why he didn't get a start in Texas is he would come up and he'd blow people up but they would just bounce off of him and then 
when you're the safety, you're the last line of defense. You've got to wrap up or there's nobody else there. So this is something that he's going to have to eventually address. It got a little bit better, but, man, he brings the pain. Uh, he had two forced fumbles in six games, and probably the biggest play he had all year was when we were playing the Texans, and we were up by, I think, we were up by seven in the fourth quarter, and they were coming back to tie. They throw a screen pass to DeAndre Hopkins, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, and you just see Colbert coming down screaming from that single high position, puts his helmet on the ball, causes a fumble, and game over. We go kick a field goal, put the game out of reach. But, like, he's that type of player. And what he does is he helps both of your corners because he is that safety valve over the top. And with his speed, man, he can get to the sideline. If, if a quarterback floats that kind of fade route over the outside shoulder of the wide receiver, Colbert's going to get there. And he's not going to get there and be nice. He gets there and blows people up. And so there's going to be a lot of penalties. But as a football defensive-minded coach, you say, you know what, we're going to live and die by that because those wide receivers are going to be thinking about it and we're going to keep bringing that to this game. Now, as I said, he did run back-to-back 4.4040s at his pro day, and it shows in the passing game as well. He had five passes defensed and only six games started. And to put this in perspective, Jimmy Ward also started six games in this same season, in the exact same scheme, at the exact same position, and had one passes defense so in the exact same amount of time he has done 500 percent increase in passes defensed plus two forced fumbles and he did have a dropped interception that would have been amazing but you know that's okay hopefully he'll get those interceptions under his belt but i am so pumped about adrian colbert and hopefully he wasn't just kind of like a flash in the pan but you know he, he looked great in otas and I'm very excited to see what he's going to bring forward. Now let's go to Jimmy Ward. This is our last of our three locks, and then we're going to get into the maybes. Jimmy Ward, it seems like the 49ers are just ready to move on from him. But we picked up his fifth-year option last year when he was the projected single-high safety starter, and that was kind of the plan. Well, it didn't pan out. Whenever you pick up a first-round player's fifth-year option, basically what that means is you got to roll with them. It guarantees their salary for the fifth year, and you have to decide that before the fourth year starts. So we picked up his thing, and it, again, it, you could say, okay, well, we're going to move him back to corner now that Adrian Colbert is going to be the starter and Tart's going to be the starter. Well, we brought in Richard Sherman. We drafted inside and outside corners. Like It just seems like the 49ers are done. Um, and a lot of that has to do with dependability. He is a solid player, and I, I think probably his best position is going to be that slot nickel corner, but we've got that kind of on lockdown. Uh, he's never started more than 10 games in a season. He's always getting hurt. He broke his forearm last year. His hamstring injuries had five separate quad slash hamstring injuries in his career, and one of them was last year on the conditioning test to start training camp, which is just absolutely ridiculous. That basically tells you right there um, he was out of shape, dehydrated, and was not ready for the conditioning test because it's not like you're doing sprints nonstop, and it's not like you're going 100%. It is conditioning. They are trying to make sure you're in shape, and if you pull a quad, uh, soft tissue issue like that, that lets you know you are not ready to be there. He also had a Jones fracture injury in his foot before his rookie year, 
but uh, it got re-aggravated. They had to go back in and move some screws around, and so that cost him half of his rookie year. He's just always hurt. And so we have seen with this team, if you are not dependable and you have a history of issues that keep you off the field, you're gone. Trent Brown, case in point. You elect to have this elective surgery at this time and miss the last five games, that's fine. That's your choice. We fully support you in that. And then what happens? The offseason, you're gone. So his play uh, was trash in 2017. He was rated as the number 77 safety by Pro Football Focus. And again, as I said, he started six games, the same as Adrian Colbert. Uh, half the tackles, only one pass defense. He did have a fumble recovery. But he's going to be the backup for all five defensive back positions, which is saying a lot because he has gone from being our starting number one outside corner to our starting free safety, to now he's just a backup. He's not even our top five in the secondary. And we have a lot of secondary depth now. If there's anything that this front office have done, they have brought in a lot of competition. And so really excited to see what that's going to look like. Now his salary kind of hurts this year. He's getting $8.5 million this year. Again, that's that fifth-year option uh, that first-rounders get. He's the sixth biggest hit to our cap this year but we're okay we've got lots of extra money on the cap this year and we'll even be able to roll some of that forward into excess cap next year and i really do this is jimmy ward's last year with the 49ers he will not be back now let's get into the fun kind of man who's gonna be there these are the maybes and there's two big ones and they're both rookies i'm gonna start off with marcel harris he is, man, he's a stud. He is an absolute thumper. And what he, the problem with him is, is he had an Achilles injury right before the 2017 NCAA season in college down Florida. And man, it's, it's an absolute bummer what happens. And Achilles injuries are rough because they usually take over a year. Richard Sherman is the exception to this. That's not typical. And the idea is that they hope he will be ready in camp, and he is a strong safety play. Now, he's, he's a thumper. He, 6'1", 216, six-round pick. Um, we got him with the 10th pick in the sixth round out of Florida, and he is mean, mean, mean. So very, very similar build and makeup as Jaquiski Tart, and that's the position he is going to be backing up as strong safety. Uh, I don't think he's going to be that kind of single high, over-the-top guy. Now, the problem is I don't think he's going to be ready by camp. And so the percentages that I put on this, I think he's a 50, he's got a 50-50 shot of landing on the pup, the physically unable to perform, which will knock him out for the first part of the season. Um, he's got another, and then after that, so let's say he's healthy and ready to go by training camp, he's making this roster. Six-round pick, he's going to be there. Now let's say he doesn't. Then he's got, you're going to half that. So 25% chance he just goes to the IR and we say, you know what? We have a lot of depth. You take your time. This is just going to be your red shirt year and you'll come back next year. And another 25% that says, yep, let's go. You are on the 53 man active roster and you will back up strong safety. And then we'll have Jimmy Ward backing up single high safety. So I, I really hope that he gets some training camp experience under his belt. And we're going to find out pretty quick if he's going to have a shot. He's going to be one of the very first people that you're going to hear reported on, which I'm sure they're not going to let him loose for full workouts even if he is crystal clear healthy but we're going to know pretty soon in training camp if he's going to have a chance or not because as a six round rookie coming in you're going to have to get those snaps and get out there now one of my favorite 49ers 
is an undrafted free agent. And this is my very first undrafted free agent that I have that I'm predicting to make the 53-man roster. And that is Terrell Williams. The safety, again, undrafted free agent out of Houston. And this kid is special. One, if you watch the film, he's a highlight reel waiting to happen. Very, very aggressive. But what makes him so unique, six foot four, 212 pounds. The dude is a giant. And if you've watched any of the practice film out of OTAs, you'll see the the secondary group standing around talking and you'll see this super tall dude off like not to the side he's talking with everybody but he's standing next to Richard Sherman and you can tell there's a big difference there now Richard Sherman's supposed to be 6'3 like he's he's no small guy either but Terrell Williams is huge he is long and lean and he is a freak athlete to be six foot four he ran a 4.5040 at his pro day so just barely out of the 4'4 range but with that length and that height is just unreal. And on top of that, he has a 36-inch vertical, which at that single high position, man, you're talking about a guy that if he can make the roster, you're putting him in in goal line situations and jump ball situations right off the bat. But again, just think about what he he would be able to do against guys like Gronk, against guys like Jimmy Graham, the, these kind of super athletic tight ends he's going to be just as tall if not taller than them and can out jump and all that stuff so again we have this crazy height speed guy with ball skills because again he's got some interceptions under his belt and is very very versatile the offensive scheme that they ran in houston was very similar to a single high safety look they would do some quarters coverage but again the idea is very very similar you have you have a back pedal on the hash safety that reads the ball when it's in the air and just go make plays and i think that terrell williams can do that and i really do hope he makes this roster because if for some reason if we do wave him i don't think there's a chance that we're going to be able to make keep him on the practice squad the kid's just too unique there's not a lot of six four safeties out there that are that athletic that like to hit and and that are that fast so if you have not seen his highlights just google terrell williams highlights university of houston uh it's a fun one so i think that he could play strong safety but special teams he's going to provide a lot of value there day one and i got him at a 60 percent chance that he makes the 53-man roster and i really really do hope that we keep him because i i think if we wave him I don't think he comes back to us. I think that's it for him. But that's Terrell Williams. I have two. Uh, last year, we kept four uh, four different undrafted free agents, made the roster. Uh, Cole Hicatini came back to us. He didn't initially, so I count him. But uh, I only got two um, making the 53-man roster. You have to stay tuned for who that second one is. But um, the people that I have just out of making the safety rotation is Anton Exum Jr. He's kind of the first one out, and he depends on Harris. If Harris does go to the PUP or to the IR, I could see us keeping uh, Anton Exum. He's an experienced safety. Played two games for us last year, and he can back up both spots. But he's a better free safety, which makes me think, man, you'd stay with youth there over kind of a traveled veteran that just bounce around from roster to roster. And then two other undrafted free agents that I like, but I just can't see a way in which they're passing the people ahead of them. Chancellor James out of Boise State, he's 6'2", 208. And then Corey Griffin, another undrafted free agent out of Georgia Tech, also 6'2", 199. And so you can see with all these guys, we covet length and we cover speed. And so those seem to be the driving factors 
And so we'll kind of see what happens. Now, I do wish Eric Reed is just sitting out there. And he played the third most snaps for our entire team last year and was solid. He wasn't elite, but he was solid. I, I really wish we could bring him back even as a backup player. It would make our team better. I don't see it happening. He seems to be uh, completely blackballed by the NFL right now, and it seems like his career is going the way of Colin Kaepernick. But again, he was the 30th rated safety by Pro Football Focus and was the 25th in coverage. It just have no clue how Eric Reed is not in the NFL because you could get him on a super cheap deal. He's young. He's only gone through his five years. Uh, he, he did the rookie year plus uh, the four rookie years plus the option for a fifth year. Uh, had a Pro Bowl season. His man, I, he needs to play somewhere. So just something to keep in the back of your mind. Hopefully he'd be willing to come back. But in closing, you know, just a review. These are the five safeties I got making it. Jaquiski Tar, Adrian Colbert, Jimmy Ward. Those are my locks. And then the two rookies, Marcel Harris and Terrell Williams. So hopefully you enjoyed it. And again, if you haven't already, go hit subscribe on iTunes. Just search 49ers and hit subscribe. But thanks as always and stay strong, faithful. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.